All right, this is The Right Track with Brad, and today we have Nate Bruschetto again. That's me. And we got Logan Wentz. What's up? So, we got another another one coming. So, we got a lot of things that we're going to talk about. Um, kind of plan some of it out, but I wanted to talk about, at least to start, like this this video that I saw, because I've been pretty busy with just working in the summer, and it's... I'm not necessarily like complaining, but when you have that that routine of like you you wake up, you go to work, you come back, um, you do anything else you have to do, and then you go to bed, it's kind of like uh, really like monotonous, and you feel like you're not really changing at all because you're just doing the same thing. You kind of you kind of you just kind of do what you're an expert at or like whatever you're doing for work, come back, and I've just kind of been in that zone where I haven't had too much free time to where it just feels like I'm just like working. And, you know, a lot of people have that, especially like in America, like you just have, to, you're just going to wake up, do whatever it is, um, come back and there's not too much time for the things that you want to do. And you feel like you don't really get to learn or grow or explore things about yourself. And, um, it's not super deep because, you know, I'm like, I'm going back to college soon and things will be different. Um, but just in the time of the summer right now, I feel like I've been working a lot and I just haven't had too much time to do other things. And so I remember this video that I saw a few years ago, and it was uh, it was a video called "Does Your Environment Control Your Thinking or Does Your Thinking Control Your Environment?" So I'm gonna explain this video, and then you guys will have <laughs> a chance to talk. So uh, it it's, it made me realize how how many people are just on autopilot like all the time, and it's easy to get caught in this routine because you're just you're just in your routine. So the video started with. Um, it's like it's like a one minute video maybe and it was just kind of like a like a little an animation video like you know how there's videos where it'll be uh, like they'll explain something through an animation you know what I'm talking about like you've seen that and uh, yeah so it says so it would give examples like if you wake up you wake up at the same time every day you put on the same slippers as you get out of bed you put your hair in the same way everyone expects you to look. You drink coffee out of the same mug, the same, uh, or, or at the same place. And I'm just reading these bullet points on like kind of what it says. Uh, you drive to work the exact same route. You see the same people that make you feel the same way. And then you hurry up and then you go to bed and then you do it all over again. And uh, then the video kind of ends with like, did your brain change at all that day? probably not if you're doing the exact same thing so do you do you guys find yourselves in that situation a lot or do you see that or do you or, or are you guys just kind of on autopilot and you're just kind of doing your thing all the time so what, what do you think about it um yeah I think that I definitely see what you mean um as in like there are people that don't really think about what they're doing they just kind of go through their day yeah. I've definitely done that before um, but I also kind of choose it to an extent if I think it's valuable. Like, doing the same thing every day can build discipline, I think, if it's something you're shooting for. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, for running. Like, you're going to run every day, put on your shoes the same every day. That's true. You know? You might not run the same well, place every day. Well, yeah, for sure, for sure. But, like, consistency is good. You know right. what I mean? Right. So, like, if they're going to do that every day, I guess they're going to be really good at, like, just kind of going through the motions every day but I mean yeah it probably would be good to 
break it up for the small things, break up the routine. <clears throat> yeah, I think, uh, I like the word you use, like, complacency, because, um, like, or consistency, like, I think it's a, there's a balance between, like, complacent and, com- uh, uh, whatever the word is, and I, for me, I wake up every day, and I like to have somewhat of a routine, so kind of plan that out, and I grab the coffee creamer and my um, milk together, and then I set my creamer down by my coffee, and then I put the milk on the table, and then I walk, I just make like a routine out of everything I do, and I think that's okay, but going into like just autopilot mode uh, is a choice I think a lot of people make, even I make sometimes, when I'm like, I just don't want to be here right now. I don't want to, I just want to fast forward through time. Like, I don't even want to think right now. I'm just trying to, like, push past it. So, right. yeah. I uh, I don't think I really struggle with the, like, autopilot as much just because of how I live my life. And, like, every day at my job, it's different. Like, I go to a different person's house every day to do HVAC, right? So, the drive to work is different every day. So, mm-hmm. But yeah, people that might cool. not know what HVAC is. Uh, heating, ventilation, air conditioning, repair. Yeah, right. and you've been doing that for like two years, probably. Yeah, probably a year or so. Yeah. Okay, almost two. You you know what the topic reminds me of? Hmm. Have you ever seen the movie Click with Adam Sandler? Uh-huh. No. He does it. He said ex- he does exactly what you just said. He, so he gets a universal remote, okay, and it can do anything. And oh, I've heard of that yeah, movie. He can fast forward yeah. time, and he like he fast forwards all the parts of his life that are like dull, yeah. and then he finds <laughs> out that his life, like the parts he's actually living, it's like five minutes out of every day, and eventually he like gets through his entire life, and he's like fifty years old in the blink of an eye. Like he fast forwarded everything, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just like so. I feel like sometimes if you feel that way, it's good to take a step back and just like. I don't know, just, like, try and appreciate life, you know what I mean? Try and, like... Yeah. Yeah, yeah and I think, I, I think that's what it's getting at. It's saying, like, like obviously there's going to be things that you do every day. Like, there's going to be things you're doing, but if, if you're not, like, changing anything, that that might be a problem. Or if you're... If you find yourself... Um, like, like if you look back, a, like, a year from now, and you, you don't think, like, oh, man, what was I... What was I doing, like, a year ago? Why was I doing that? Um... That, that might be something to kind of, like, reflect on because you should be growing and changing, like, all the time, or at least personally. That's kind of, like, I like I try to do that. Um, like, even, like, every, like, three months, I feel like I'm just, or honestly, every, like, few weeks, but I feel like I'm just, like, a different person than I was, at least in the things I do and the things I value. But, uh, yeah, I think yeah. a lot of people might coin, like, that the phrase, like, romanticizing life. Have you heard that before? Definitely. Like... Mm-hmm. Do you know what that means? Mm. So romanticizing your life means to, like, make something that's not fun into something that, like, is fun. So let's say, like, oh, brushing my teeth, like, this is boring, but then you have to try to, like, make it seem better than it is. And so it's kind of that false, like, kind of lying to yourself just to, okay. like, get through it. Yeah. And I don't, I've always, like, said I don't really love that phrase. Like, rom- people live by, like, oh, I need to romanticize this stuff. And I always say, rather than romanticizing it, find romance in it and fall in love with your life. Fall in love with all the small things. Because when you have romance with your life, yeah, like, brushing your teeth can be boring, but you love it now. Like, that's something you love. You love every part of your life, rather than being like, oh, this sucks, but I'm just going to lie to myself to make it better, so. That's interesting. I have not thought of that. 
And so one thing I do do for things like brushing is, um, or like flossing actually. So after I brush, <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, I already did this. I don't really want to floss. I'll just say to myself, like, okay, but like you're gonna die if you don't floss. So I'm like, <laughs> I have to do it now. So I I kind of trick myself in that way too, where I think, dude gonna wake up if I don't floss you know like I make it really deep and then and then after I do flossing for like a few days it's like oh well I did it yesterday I'll just do it today too and then it makes it easier to How kind of stay keep the streak going like yeah then it becomes a streak thing which I, I love doing so um it's also that like oh I don't lose a streak like I've done that every day so let's just keep it going because same thing with exercising and anything if you stop doing it for like even two or three days whatever you do daily then it gets really hard to get back in the swing of things because say you don't work out for a week and then you start like the next day um you think like okay that was really hard I didn't do it for a week so what is like the seven days I missed compared to the one day I did the one day I did is like nothing and then you fall into the trap of like oh I worked out today and I saw no progress but like if you if you work out for one day obviously you're not going to see progress yeah. until you do it for like multiple days weeks even a month mm-hmm. and that's the hardest thing about exercise is that um, like the, the hardest thing is that you won't you won't see progress unless you consistently do it but you don't see it day to day that's like the that's like the most annoying thing because yeah it's just annoying because it feels like you're not doing anything, and it's easy to say, like you said, if you just miss one day, it it's, makes you think it's okay because you didn't see progress. But, yeah, that's something that, something I like to think about, and it makes me want to do things, like try to learn something new every day. Like, that's like, I think that might be like a fun thing, but I'm afraid that it, it wouldn't be useful. Like, I've tried to do, learn a new word every day, and... I would learn all these like new words but then I wouldn't use them. So I would just learn what the word is and then usually the new word you learn is so uncommon that you don't see it in your daily life. So then you just forget what it means or you don't know how to use it. And it's like, well, what was the point of me learning like that word? And it's not so much that it's a waste of time that you learned it, but the fact that you're just not getting anything from it. And so like, I, w- I just remember I would do a new word like with my mom every day for like, it was only like two weeks. Like we didn't even keep doing it. But I don't remember any of those words that I learned. I just remember I'd randomly pick a word in a, a word in the dictionary, and we'd be like, "Oh, this word." And then it's like you would try to use it in one sentence, and then the next day it would come and like you try to do the same thing, but you never, it never stuck. So I'm afraid that's how it would be if I did something like that. You learn something new, but the overall thing that I think the the video was trying to explain was, um, like you want to change something. Like and be out of routine so that you don't feel like you're stuck all the time and then you'll you'll see other things and new opportunities can come do you think that's kind of what it's saying yeah yeah I, I can see that for sure yeah that's just how I feel about it but like for example there was a there was a time when like when I was going to therapy because there was a lot of things I was going through like uh, sicknesses and uh, appendix surgery and like running injury in school and just all these things going on and um and I told the person there like all these things of like the current current problems to things just in the last like five years and what I found out is that like like I thought there was gonna be some form of like relief or like answer after telling them all these things and 
Like, it was weird, like, when I, like, before I even get into that, like, when I was decided to go, it felt so weird. I'm like, why am I going to, like, therapy? Like, it sounds like something, like, super serious happened in your life to where I have to go, but it was just, like, I just thought that I might as well just try it out because of all these things, and just felt like I couldn't really, like, get out of that. And I didn't have that, that relief of, after I explained everything to that, that person, wasn't like, oh, man, I'm so glad I got to tell somebody that, like, that wasn't the issue, and I was there, and the, the things that they tried to help me with, like, I, I already knew, like, they're things I already knew about myself that I would work on, like, oh, think about this, be positive in this, and it's like, okay, well, I'm, I'm already, I'm already doing that, and after that first visit, like, I went another time, I was like, this is completely, like, pointless, like, I don't know why I'm even, like, going, because I already know what I have to fix, it's just, like, a time thing, like, I just, I just have to, like, get through it, so then I realized that I went there for, for, like, no reason, and, um, it was just weird, because, like, I thought there was gonna be some answer to it, and there wasn't, because I'm, like, I'm really aware of the things that I do, and, and myself, like, so well, um, and the reason why I say that is because, like, obviously there's times I am an autopilot, but I think most of the time I'm really aware of things that are going on, at least about myself, to where the things that they help me with, or try to help me with, and point out, I already, already knew. But when people are on, uh, just kind of doing the same thing all the time, uh, therapy can help those people. Because there's obviously people that go and they get a huge benefit from it, and for whatever the reason is. But um, for me, just on my experience, it makes me feel like it's because... I've been a little bit more aware of myself, even if I don't have my life like perfect or set up the way I want it to. Um, I felt like I just I just got better because I was I was already aware of what I was doing and what I needed to fix. But I think there are people that benefit from therapy uh, in other situations, of course. Do you have you guys ever been to therapy or think that it benefits you? I want to hear yep. like some of that if you're willing to share that. Yeah, yeah sure. you can go first. Uh, I went to therapy in high school uh, with counseling, and well, Brad, how long did you go? I went two visits, like one week and then the next week. So I think it's with you. I mean, I don't really know your whole situation, but for me, I went and I went for a long time, right? And it took a long time for it to really like give its benefits. It's kind of like working out, like we were mm. just talking about. Okay. You don't see the progress after first like one or two visits you see the progress after two years of it. So I am also a very aware person why I do things and why I think things and why I put myself into situations, but it, it, I didn't realize some of the... I, I, I understood why I did that, but some of the like deeper-rooted things came out after talking about it and talking to my counselor and him listening to me and being like over and over and over, like digging deeper and deeper into like memories I haven't thought of in a long time mm. reasons why I haven't thought of things and so it took a long time for that to like really come out and I was like oh wow I thought I knew why I did this but now I have the real reason why I do this stuff mm. so it took a lot of digging to get deeper into it and I honestly think everyone should go to counseling be, even if you're not going through something it's always good just to have someone who is there for you, who will listen to you to talk about anything. And, like, that's such a relief. Like, if you're, oh, man, like, I am just need to talk to someone right now. 
and just go talk to your counselor. Like, you set up a meeting, and you talk to them, and who, they're not going to tell anyone. They're literally, like, paid to tell you the right answers, right? And it's <laughs> yeah. their job, so. Yeah, I think counseling's great, but that's just my opinion on it, because it really helped me, so. Yeah, Logan, I think you bring up a good point about you have to keep going, because, like, that's why I wanted to bring this up, because, like, for me, like, my whole understanding of just counseling and therapy is, like, oh, well, for me, I didn't benefit from it, so, like, that's it, you know, but I don't, I don't have that, um, you went, add to, that, huh? you went to the gym twice. Yeah, 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 <laughs> I mean, I guess it is kind of like that, but it's also because things were getting better, like, as I went mm-hmm. those two times, so it's kind of like that, but also, I think I did have, or I did have people in my life, and now that I was already able to talk to, so I think that's also part of it, but I will say that is true, that you can, um, you're going to learn a lot more if you if you stay with it and going back to what I said about that's why I wanted to talk about this because I want to understand like other points of view and like why it would benefit were you going to say something Nate yeah for sure um so I've actually been to therapy twice in my life I was really young though it was elementary school um and then I've I've kind of had a reconnection with it though because I'm you know I took clinical psych last semester as a psych major and um, what and it was really interesting being on the other end of it, like being the actual like professional. Uh, they had actors come in that acted like a person that was going to therapy, and I had to like be the therapist, you know. So that was definitely like opened my eyes to it. Yeah. And uh, to be honest with you, with my experience as a kid, um, and I learned this later in psych, I didn't really trust the therapists to be honest, because to me it's like. I don't know this guy. That's how I felt. Mm-hmm. They say they don't. They won't tell anyone. Uh, I just find it. I found it hard to believe when I was a kid, personally, that they wouldn't tell anyone what I was going through. And the number one predictor of therapy working, believe it or not, is something called the therapeutic index. We learned about that in psych, and that's mm. you being able to trust your therapist. So for me, I never really got to that point. Um, I had one therapist also make this like you have to be very careful in therapy you know very careful that's what I learned when I was doing it with actors because my professor would like critique me you can't make any assumptions about the person if it's too soon you know like my therapist when I was a kid he like he made this assumption about me and then I think that's why I didn't trust him I was like no you're wrong and then it just you know what I mean it just wasn't good kind of put me on the defensive and that's the last thing you want in therapy. So I think that the role of a therapist is very, very important, um, that they are people you can trust and you find the right one. Wouldn't you say that's important? You got it. Yeah, I mean, there's so many people that, yeah, they're bad. Like, there are people Mm -hmm. that are bad at their jobs, right? Like, you go to Taco Bell and you're like, oh my gosh, this dude sucks at his job. That can be the same for a counselor, right? Yeah. They just, like, are not good. And that can really put a lot of people off. Or even just, like, Imagine a teacher you had that, like, your friend liked, but you didn't really like, or you loved one teacher, but other people didn't. Like, different therapists work with different people, so I think you got to find the right one if you're going to do it. Um, but do I think it's good? Yeah, I think it's, it's helpful, you know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, when I was a kid, I went for, uh, it wasn't really, like, emotional kind of stuff for me. It was, like, phobia. I was afraid of, like, 
I mean, I was I was like young. I'm talking like five, six years old. <laughs> yeah. I was afraid of like it sounds weird, but I was afraid of ghosts. So like, like so bad to, because of uh, I kind of I don't know. It's a whole thing, but so could I'm, you not be in like a dark room for too long? Yeah, or? it was to the point but where then, it, like to uh, that's like a <laughs> no, it's it's legit because someone would sit you down and talk about why are you scared of this like yeah. and then they would yeah. find the real reason if like you were scared as a child or maybe it's a, a really deep thing of like i don't even know what you know like it, it could be rooted to something completely different that your brain yeah. like put two and two together and someone's gonna help you figure that out mm-hmm. so for me it was because there were like older kids that i was around and all actually there were it was pretty bad at my school when i was a kid they were like three or four kids that had to go to therapy because the older kids would tell them these like ghost stories oh my and they did such a good job of terrifying these kids that <laughs> 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 we all we went like it was that bad you know wow. what i mean so it that's was crazy yeah yeah i mean it was pretty crazy like i would not go for for like a year when i was like five to six years old i would like not go into a dark room without like a dog treat my dog following me you know what i mean it was mm-hmm. like a comfort thing mm-hmm. it's like but, when you yeah. turned the lights off and you ran upstairs from your basement because exactly. you want the monsters to get you exactly so you just didn't go in haunted houses or or like well, Halloween. I, I love Halloween I love haunted houses but like the that's more then. of like a fun thrill that's oh, like okay. a fun thrill so because you, you know? know it's like people are doing yeah that. yeah okay. like I was ge- like they, they said some pretty crazy stuff like I was genuinely afraid of like you know what I mean yeah like a ghost coming to kill me and I believed it because I was five like I thought it was right. real you know what I mean it's like but um but anyways yeah I think therapy's good I will say I do think that there's people that get and this isn't to everyone it's you know but there's some people I think when they're in therapy there's not enough initiative happening personally as an insider of the psych field um I don't know do you do you understand what I mean by that a little bit like if someone won't want uh, to get like help if they don't want it mm-hmm. like no matter if you someone could literally be like on the brink of suicide but if they don't want help they will not it will not reach them it will like it's if sad. they are gonna take the initiative like it, it won't it won't work it's not gonna happen so that's the sad thing and like some people i know people that have been in therapy for like i'm like i'm talking like seven eight years and they haven't made any progress and to me it's like at that point like therapy should work by that point I feel I would hope so at those people sometimes I wonder like do they need something else like rather than being talked to and like we've tried that do you think that they might need someone to is that Hazel Mm mm-hmm that's the cat scratching the... Oh, okay. Is she Sorry. Scratching? Is it's a ghost, Nate. It's a ghost. <laughs> I'm coming. <laughs> Dude, your eye. You should see Nate's eyes. I'm just hoping about the, like, the ghost. <laughs> yeah. Like, even to this day, I still... That was my first thought. Like, that's how bad it was when I was a kid. That's today. wild. Yeah, it was that bad. But, but anyways, what I was saying is, do you think there's anyone that kind of just needs, like, like, uh... The, the boot kind of do you think that that would help anyone because personally for me I appreciate having those friends like if I was down if, if one of my friends gave me like I guess a little gut check moment a little bit yeah and I'm not saying like it would have to be someone I trust like if it's someone I don't respect either yeah like well so with my experience with counseling 
um, for a, a long time, I just kind of, like, lied to my counselor. I just wouldn't tell him the truth. I wouldn't get deep, like, stayed on the shallow end, like, and one time, it's been a while, so I knew him at this point. Like, there was a trust built there, but I was just lying to him over and over, and he just sat there and looked at me like, Logan, are you telling the truth, or are you, like, are you lying to me? And I was like, Oh, oh, no! <laughs> he knows! <laughs> and then, after that, I started to get open and honest, and it was really hard, but after that, progress was made. So, after I had a little gut check moment, progress was made. And that wasn't after the second visit? No, that was like, I mean, probably a year in. Yeah. So, so like, I think that that's another thing. Like, like for me, I was I wanted to go in open and not being like, all right, I'm not gonna want in this, I'm not gonna want to do anything. Um, I went into it like open, but, uh, I, like I said, obviously things got better like without it. So clearly, I didn't really need it. But, um, I don't know. I I think it's I think it entirely depends on the situation you're in. But right. Yeah, I, I think you're right, Nate. I think you definitely need. And I'm actually going to get into this later. There's definitely needs to be people that are willing to tell you things that like you probably don't want to hear right now or right. things. And it's it's going to come from people who you have like a, a relationship with already. It's not going to be someone on the street. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and I'm sure it could be actually. I think there there would be situations where like sometimes you just need to hear from someone who you don't know. But yeah. what, what were you going to say? No, I was going to ask you a question about. Yeah. your experience would you say that like for you when you say it, it wasn't super beneficial do you think that was because you're reflective enough to where you almost didn't need someone else to help you with that or was it because of like a a trust thing or maybe you weren't like like what do you think it was specifically i don't think it was a trust thing um before i answer that i do want to say uh that therapy index thing uh that that's really interesting because I think I did trust, like, the person, um, but it is kind of, like, okay, well, what if I, what if I was, like, in a really dark place, like, at that time, like, even worse, um, or, like, a lot worse than what, what, the things that I went in for, like, they, they would have to tell people if something was, like, going on, like, really bad, you know, so it's, like, how honest can you be with someone who you just met, so I think that, that's something that's interesting, and that actually goes back to what Logan just said, too, like, it's not going to be, it's going to be a little bit before we can actually trust that person. But for me, I, it was not a trust thing. It was like, I knew my story of like what led me to that moment and things like I was struggling with. And especially at that time where I, was, I just kept getting sick and then uh, like not running and school was really difficult. And uh, like that, that was, that was just a, like a hard time for me. So I thought like, there's no reason. I mean, there, there's a there's a good reason for me to go so wait what did you ask again yeah no I was just wondering like like why it wasn't beneficial for you do you think it was oh yeah okay so I, I explained the whole thing and I thought because my, my assumption of going to it was I'm gonna say all these things and the person's gonna point something out that I had no idea about and that I was just gonna realize this it was gonna be this aha moment of like oh, this is what I can, this is what I can work on, this is what I can do, and I remember explaining things, and them asking me questions on why I feel a certain way, um, and as I was talking and answering these questions, it wasn't like I found out something new about myself, I just remember repeating things that I already knew, so 
it was like yeah I think that it was weird it's a situational hypothetical like thing like your your situation you probably like didn't actually need a counselor yeah but you probably needed someone in your life like a person to talk to and like just help you be like no like oh this is what's going on like oh yeah you just needed like a person to I guess yeah I think that's a um a concept I've thought about before too is like someone's person like someone having a person just to talk to to always hang out to like if you needed to talk about something if you need to hang out with someone if something horrible in the middle of the night you could talk to them that's Mm -hmm. your person and maybe that's just what you needed you didn't need like a counselor to really like reel you in and dig like your childhood trauma up or anything you just need someone to be like oh no like maybe have you thought about this before and you're like oh dang that's Mm -hmm. interesting like yeah, I think that is true. And also, with my experience of counseling, it took... Like, I didn't really have a lot of, like, aha moments. I just... There were some times where I would just talk for an entire hour, and I was like, well, I haven't really thought about that. That's interesting. I really didn't ever have, like, a life-changing, pivotal moment, but it was over the course of everything. It was just like, he kept making the sandwich bigger and bigger and bigger, and then I got the full picture. I was like, whoa, oh, I see it now. And then after that many times I, mm-hmm. I don't know I yeah and like I, yeah cause I, like I've gone through like like I, I feel like I see time um not different than other people but the way that I see it is like r- really clear for me to where like I understand like what why things happened and like I already knew what I needed to change I just either had to do it or push through whatever I was going through but so yeah um but going on from that like, I know there's are people that are going to benefit from it, and clearly you benefited from it. And, like, Nate, you too. Because, um, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, not, like, I'm not saying it's... It, I'm not saying it's stupid. Like, I'm not saying people yeah. can't do anything from it. I'm just saying, for me, I was surprised from that. And I kind of wanted to humble myself a little bit more and understand, like, from other people's point of view on that. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, no, I, I'm actually kind of iffy, you know what I mean? But yeah. I know why, like, it, it didn't for me. You know what I'm saying? I think I just feel like that you can get the same thing from someone that you're close with. So you don't have to have a, like, a counseling, like, environment. I feel like you can get the same thing from that. I think that was just my initial thing going into it. I agree, for sure. For sure. Well, that makes sense. But going back to... um, Sorry, and that's actually probably better, because, like, you don't have to pay then. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Save some money. (laughs) Therapies. Yeah. I mean, it's... Yeah, like, if you just have somebody that is, like, I, th- I think you're right. Everyone should have that person. They can just, like, kind of vent to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, like, part of being human. Friend. <laughs> yeah, it's part of being human. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, um, sorry to cut you off. No, you're good. Uh, I was going to say one thing uh, that I think people in general are always trying to improve on is, like, communication skills and, like, talking. Um, so, for example, like, even on this, like, podcast. But... Uh, I was just thinking about how there's some people that I talk with make it really hard to have like constant conversations with because they they aren't like aware of how they talk and there's some people that talk like a lot and you you can't like you just you can't like get a word in or they just keep talking and talking and you know we're old enough where we've had enough like schooling jobs and situations <laughs> and um like, we've learned how to talk with people, like, of all ages, like, for, like, a while now. So, I was going to say, I think there's, 
there's two types of people who do talk a lot. And I was going to say, I think there's one, um, not necessarily in, in a situation like this, but it's in general where I'll be like one-on-one with someone, like going somewhere or talking. And there's the person who doesn't let you get a word in. So I just said that that's like the main one that you just, you can't even talk. And then the other one is the person who uh, talks too much to fill the silence. So like you're with someone and they always feel like they have to say something and it's like, it's just constant like, oh, I have to be focused on what they're saying. And then if I miss it, I'm going to feel bad or like they're, it's going to, it's just not natural. It's just not natural. So, um, yeah. Do you, do you think, cause yeah, there's been so many times where like I'm talking with someone, I'm like, dude, this person, like, I can't, I can't say anything because I keep going. And then once I say something, they turn it back. I got themselves to keep going. Do you, and it's the thing I, I want to be aware of, you know, I want to, I want to make sure I'm not always talking, but, um, what do, you, what do you think about those two types of people? Do you think there's any more? Or do you think that's uh, those are kind of the two main ones for people who talk a lot? I think that's pretty accurate. Um, I think growing up, my mom would always tell us, like, if you ever hang out with people or talk to people, be interested and not interesting. So when you go and talk to someone, don't be like, oh, and I did this and I do this and be like super interesting be interested in someone else and you can just let someone else talk and they will be like wow like you're such a great listener too (laughs) and that's something that people a lot of people don't realize so i i definitely fall into this trap where i let other people talk a lot or i try to at least i try not to like wait nate's laughing about something what are no, you thinking no, about? Right? I'm just thinking say? about something else. Never mind. Okay, okay. Something before. <laughs> and um, uh, so I've been and talking with people before, and I could tell you their favorite color, their like grandma's dead dog's like relative. Like I could tell them like every detail, and they look at me and they're like, "I know nothing about you," and I'm like, "Yeah, because you never ask." Because you just talk about yourself the whole time. And I think that's a really big trap. And you can't say that to them either. No, there's no way you could say that. So, I, I think people do that, one, because just out of pure ignorance. Like, they just don't know. They just, don't, they just talk about themselves. Cause it's super easy to talk about yourself. Like, that's your life, right? It's like you. You want to say that. And then the other reason, I fall into this sometimes. If I'm hanging out with someone who I, like, genuinely just, like, I don't want to be here right now. I will just like fill the space or just talk about myself because I'm like I am I have zero interest in talking to you actually like I don't want to hear about you I'm just going to talk about myself and not let you fill the silence I'm like I don't want to talk to you right now so yeah right. yeah and that's just like that happens like we're not gonna just walk around being 100% interested in everyone else like that's gonna happen it's just kind of working on it definitely yeah I, I feel like those are the I mean, people that talk a lot and a lot and a lot, um, I think that if it's for a bad reason, that could be the case. Like, mm-hmm. like, maybe they're trying to overcompensate, you know what I mean? Like, they're just like, maybe they don't even know it, but maybe they're like, man, I'm, I'm walking into a room, am I as good as these people? So they just have to, like, look at me, I did this, I do this. Like they just, Maybe, like, in their, at yeah. home and stuff, they never have a chance to talk. Mm. So yeah. when they go out, they want to be seen, they want to have a chance, they want to be like, guys, look at someone please look at me give me attention mm-hmm. for that sure true. but I, I also think there's some people that talk a lot that like maybe it's not pathological you know maybe there's some people that that's just like they have a lot of energy or something and they're like 
And just out of pure ignorance, they just don't know. That's just like yeah. Well, well even if it's are. not about themselves, maybe they just like talk. They just they just talk. They like feed off of others. They're like, I love being around people. Like, I love well, to communicate. Like, you know what I mean? There's mm-hmm. some people like that probably that are just because there's some people that talk a lot that I genuinely don't find annoying. You know, mm-hmm. there's some people like that. But I always think to like, there's a group of people. Yeah, there is. A group there's this. There's always a one person. You're like he's so cool and he's usually the person who talks the least he's always just kind of like there kind of mysterious you think so i think i always that's how i think of it i'm looking in a group i'm like bro he doesn't talk he always like he's such a good listener he talks to people like like i I know nothing about him but i do know stuff about him like that's the coolest person the person who's interested in people Mm -hmm. and not like super like what happens to me too i remember i was just at work the other day and i said something about just like my life and like what I do and they were like bro what like how do I did not know about this and I'm just like well you never ask like no one asked me about this mm-hmm. stuff so yeah yeah and that, that kind of that's a cool me. feeling I bet yeah it is <laughs> yeah like like you didn't say and you get to like reveal it and I did that like <laughs> yeah. in, I do that intentionally throughout my life of because I feel like when I was younger I had always fear of being the annoying kid who just like talk 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 because like Luke was my older brother and he always got attention so I was trying to like get attention when he was like the spotlight and then uh I like remember there was a period probably like around like high school I was like okay I'm gonna stop talking and I stopped talking as much um and that's just kind of the person I've become just trying to be more of a listener than a talker but a podcast is different like I feel like you kind of have to talk. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's why I was saying it doesn't relate too much to the situation. But and, I was going to say, this reminds me of, uh, it's somewhere in Proverbs. It says it all around Proverbs in, that, in the book in the Bible. But uh, it's like, uh, it's something like the fool talks, like, aimlessly, um, like, all the time. And the, um, the wise one, like, keeps his mouth shut or something. Uh, it just kind of made me think of that, of, like, the more you talk, the more it's just going to be... Like, the more you talk, the less valuable your your words kind of are. And not not from a, like, a prideful perspective of, like, oh, I want people to think that I'm really cool and that I'm a good listener or anything, but just, just for the sake of, um, like, like, not saying... You know what I mean? Because, like, if you're just filling in stuff all the time just to, just to talk, it's kind of like, okay, well, like, like, what are you even saying, you know? But... Were you going to say something? Oh, yeah, no, I was just kind of stacking on to what Logan was saying about, um, I think that people that don't talk, um, it's almost like, have you ever watched, like, people that talk so much about themselves, have you ever seen a trailer that spoils the whole movie? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I think it's cool, like, like how you were saying when someone's, like, maybe they don't reveal everything and there's more to learn, like, you're like, oh interesting you know what I mean mm-hmm. it's like it, it, it's like builds ah, mysteriousness suspense it gives them another dimension mm-hmm. that's what I think yeah yeah no, I, I see what you're saying that that's all I was saying oh okay um, yeah I, I agree with that yeah and most of the time I'm actually interested in what the person has to say but I keep going on and on or they'll add on another story there's a free-flowing like conscious like, yeah, just like, blah, blah, blah. And, and it's hard because like they're giving me new information so now I'm like constantly like focusing like a lot a lot and I'm like okay wait now we're over here and there's just that's my issue 
What? It's like when someone texts you like a giant paragraph, and you're like, "How do I even start the like my response? Like, where do yeah. I like do I start at the beginning or the end?" And then like <laughs> you have to make sure you hit every single bullet point, and you're like, "I can't even remember all of this." Like, it's true. <laughs> yeah. It's true. And the one with like filling the silence, that's more of like a. What do you think that's more of? Like, like why do you think people always have to fill in? silence because i think i think with friends it's it's easier to not have to talk like all the time yeah. like you like like we can like all of us like in groups of two so like logan and nate me and nate me and logan like we could be by like just ourselves and we wouldn't we wouldn't have to talk and it, would, it wouldn't be weird but like with a newer person it might be weird because you don't know them but even then i think because like you don't want to be rude if you're just by it like you know if you're like if yeah. you're with a stranger somewhere and it's just you and the other person. Like you might not just pretend they're not there, dude. Like, you're I'm gonna like, acknowledge them, but you don't have to talk. Like, I'm the worst at this. For, really? So I, I made a conscious decision. So I mean, like when I'm hanging out with someone kind of new, um, it's awkward when you don't feel like it's. I think that's for my opinion. Like it's awkward you don't feel yeah. silence with yeah. new people. But I made a conscious decision. I don't remember how many years ago. I was like, I don't care anymore. I will just be quiet. Like I like if it will be awkward. And I don't care. I'll just, I don't. Even, I don't care if I look oblivious to it, if I look stupid. So I'll be hanging out with someone, and I'll just sit there. Like, I'll be driving with someone, and just, like, not say anything. But if I had nothing to say, genuinely, I just won't say anything. Yeah. And then, I don't care how awkward it is. I don't care if they think I'm a jerk or whatever. I'm like, I have nothing to say. Well, so they got to care a little bit, though, because I don't want to be completely rude and just be like... Yeah, but, like, at the same time, I'm like, I have nothing to say. So yeah. I think a car is a good example. Yeah, driving in a car. That's my, no that was my thought. I do that with my coworkers. <laughs> I'm like, I don't really know them. And I'm like, yeah. well, that, let's sit there. You know? you know what's good in that situation is music. Mm-hmm. It's, <laughs> it's always a good out. Like, and yeah. I, You try to ask. Like Some people, it's so frustrating. Because like, you don't want to. I never want to be the person like filling the silence, usually. So I'll, I'll ask them a question. They give you, like, a short answer, and you're like, this went nowhere. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. Yeah, you can't ask the closed-ended ones. Yeah, and we're usually like, oh, like, hey, so, like, didn't you say you have, like, a lake house or something? They're like, yep. They're like, did you go up there this weekend? <laughs> yep. Like, dude, like, give me something. Like, yeah. what'd you do? When'd you get it? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. No, that's, yeah, I don't know why. Why do you think silence is, is like that? Why do I think people fill it? Like, why is it uncomfortable? Because, like, it's just silence, right? Like, what, what do you think it is about that? that? That's actually a good question. I think, I think it's because... I think because you're, you're always taught to say, like, how are you to someone you meet and talk to them. I think it's because it's seen as... It can be seen as rude to not talk to someone. But if you, if you already are past, like, how are you, like, and, you, and you're acknowledging the person and not pretending like they're not there... I don't think you have to just fill it in with with small talk, but I think we're we're taught younger to have small talk. But before you can even be good at big talk, you know, like I've heard someone use <laughs> that talk. term before. Um, like the deeper things, you don't also don't just want to start a conversation with someone. Say like, what's the meaning of life? Because <laughs> <laughs> out of nowhere. So how do you yeah. feel? How do you feel when your grandma died? Like that's not yeah, a good like, conversation starter. Exactly. <laughs> so, but you kind of have to start like with with small talk and like I said I heard someone say that before but I think it's because it's it's seen as rude to not not talk to people but I think a lot of people feel like they just have to keep filling it and keep talking and I don't know I feel like 
I don't know. I, I don't think you have to talk all the time. I think it's like what Logan said, like, you know, it, if, if someone, someone might th- think it's rude and that's, that's just kind of what they think, but um, as long as you're acknowledging the person's there, I think, I think that's, that's respectful, but uh, yeah, and I, I think a lot of people w- would disagree. I think people say, no, if, if someone, if it's just one other person and you're at um, waiting in line somewhere, you're in the dentist, you're wherever, a line at the store, um, it would be rude to like not talk to them. Yeah. For like a long time, I don't know. Have you ever seen Breaking Bad? Yeah. Have you, Logan? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I know. I was, I, it's on the list. <laughs> There's these uh, twins in that show. They're they're like you know, they're they're supposed to be like these uh, these they're they're part of the cartel, right? And they're like stone cold killers, like these assassins, and they never say a word ever. You know what I mean? They're always silent. It, it gives them like this intimidating factor you know what I mean yeah like you Nate <laughs> <laughs> or have you ever seen you know G.I. Joe yeah you know how Snake Eyes never talks mm-hmm. it's like yeah. it gives him this factor you know what I mean so I don't know I think silence actually adds weight I don't know totally you know what I mean I think it'd be cool this is an interesting challenge I just thought of invite someone you're close to to go do something fun, like I don't know what it is, like a carnival or like just something. Putt putt, like mini golf. Yeah, and then agree with them beforehand. We won't say a word the entire time, like someone you're super close with, and see how it is. It would definitely be interesting, but I feel like they could get like, I don't know. That would be interesting. I would. I would. It's I would, would go golfing after this. Like, you guys want to go mini golfing and not say a word to each other? Not to say like because these twins in Breaking Bad, they're brothers. They're super close, but they never say a word to each other. Isn't that crazy? Like that is crazy. Like, what would that be like to? Maybe they just have like telepathy, like actually just talk to each other through their minds. I think you would. Maybe you would. Maybe after a while, you would like communicate in a different way. Well, you would tell through facial expressions and hand gestures. Is is that allowed? Or you can't do any of that because no communication. Okay, well then that's just okay. (laughs) You might as well go by yourself. (laughs) Yeah. No, you go with them. That's the whole point. Because silence by yourself is normal. Like it's just unless you're talking to yourself. But like yeah, I think silence is like you should the only time you're alone with your thoughts. Yeah. Like in in today's culture, that's not really a thing. Like your brain is always stimulated. No, like you're you always you're on your phone, you're listening to music, or you're looking at something. Like there's not like a lot of times, people have trouble going to sleep is because they're laying on their phone on TikTok all day, and then right before they go to bed, they turn their phone off, they lay down. That's, like, one of the first moments of their entire day that they are alone with just nothing, just their thoughts. And if you had more time throughout your day just to process things, then that would make it a lot easier. But silence mm-hmm. is the only time you're alone with yourself. Right. Yeah, and even then, Definitely. people have those uh, those noise machines to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like there's so always get something. their brain off something else. Yeah. yeah. Or, yeah. like, I sleep with a fan. Me too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it's more of a breathing thing for me. Well, yeah. mine, mine is because, like if there's other people in my house like talking or doing things mm-hmm. the fan mostly blocks out all of that I see so hearing like the constant whatever noise is better than just being completely quiet and then you hear a loud noise and then completely quiet and then you hear a loud noise so that's why I have a fan I, I don't I don't I don't really believe I have it for any other reason I think it's for the fact that if you hear some other noise that's loud then it's gonna be harder to fall asleep or if I hear someone talking yeah 
Is that what you have it? Or? Yeah. Well, I have it because I mean I didn't. I had one when I was a kid, and then I got rid of it for a while. In college, I got it again. Um, but yeah. Why? Um, I think it was actually what you're saying to block out other noise. Because I had a roommate that would stay up late and like always be doing stuff. So like having the fan just kind of like, you know what I mean. And for me, now that I don't have it, it's like kind of like without a fan do you ever feel like it's too quiet mm-hmm. like you're like i'll hear a creak and i'll like look up i'll like what is that <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm saying like that's annoying <laughs> you know I mean? like yeah like thing i'll and i'll start thinking about the noises i hear like the even the smallest things so yeah. for me that's why i need the fan it's like just gets rid of all the the extra collateral that i don't need you know, you know what i mean Extra collateral. I, did I, I I use it because I like overheat. Like I get like I get hot, so like one it helps like cool me down. And like I usually I don't know if it's weird. I sleep most of the time with my feet like out of the blankets. Really? Both yeah. of them? Uh huh. Like it's not weird. Like you're like, just I kick your them feet. Out, like I will kick like the blankets like over here, so I can like my feet aren't like under the blanket, so I don't start get too hot. So is it just to your ankles it's covering? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, no, that I think that's like like, that's like here, like up, like I'm just like yeah. wear socks or no? No, definitely not. <laughs> and then I also like I can't like it's it's hard to breathe if I don't have like if I if I'm on the other side I'm like I need like I need the air like pushing in my face. Oh wow! Like I've I used to like it used to be really bad growing up. <laughs> I like couldn't. I was like I can't breathe. Like, okay, I used to have a similar thing that I would struggle <laughs> with for sleeping. I have this little like stuffed animal, and so it would be the pillow, and then mm-hmm. I would sleep with with the stuffed animal thing behind my head and I would mm-hmm. position a spot where it'd be like it would like cup around my my neck and my head like perfectly mm-hmm. and then I wouldn't be able to sleep without it because I would always sleep with an animal thing so I was training myself to to go to sleep with like something else so I wouldn't have to rely on that all the time mm-hmm. and then I realized uh because like you because when you have that extra thing you're kind of you're, you're not really like parallel to the ground because your mm-hmm. neck is like tilted forward because you have the thing behind your head so when I would sleep with like one pillow, cause I, I slept at a, like a hotel or something, and this is when I realized it. Um, like, if I just sleep with one pillow, it'd be super uncomfortable, cause normally my head would be lifted up. So I would like, for a few nights, I would just try having just one pillow, and then I eventually got used to it. But I remember how hard it was to get used to sleeping with one pillow. Mm-hmm. But now it helps because whenever I do sleep with two pillows. It's, like, the best. It's, like, oh, this feels so good. Like, I'm used to this. Like, my whole life I used to sleep like this. Um, so, yeah, that's 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 funny that you, you bring that up, that, like, you have to you have to have that or, like, you can't, like, I sleep can't. I, 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 and now I can. I feel like I've adapted. But my, my I'm very particular about how I, I have a weighted blanket, a soft blanket. I have mm. a Squishmallow. I, like, I hold, I have to hold something when I sleep. I like the weight of something yeah. on me. I like the fan so it can breathe, like... I can, like, you know, breathe and stuff, so... But then, like, let's say I go somewhere else. I go to a hotel. I go to a friend's house. I'll sleep with, like, cardboard, bro. It's fine. Like, I- I'll figure it out. Like, no no worries, but... <laughs> but then the other... The weird thing is, I don't feel satisfied after I sleep. In my entire life. I, w- I-, I wake up, and I'm like, eh, okay. I don't feel like, man, that was awesome. I loved that. I'm just like, eh, okay. But I, I never love sleep. I don't know if anyone ever feels like that regularly, but there, there's times where you don't you don't feel like really? that. 
He loves sleep. Like most, like I mean, I, mean, I love sleeping too because I'm like, oh, I need this. But I'd I say like eight out of ten times I wake up, uh, no, nine out of ten times I wake up and I'm like, oh, I didn't feel good. Because hmm. I, I really like that's, sleep. That's interesting. I really like sleep and obviously, like I know I need it, but I don't wake up and I'm like. I'm so glad I got that extra hour. Like, I don't wake up like that. It's mm-hmm. just, I'm just waking up like, okay, I'm glad I got some sleep. Now it's like, let's just start the day. Like, for you, is it like, do you feel worsened? Like, now you're like groggy? Or is it more so just like... I just wake up and I'm like... Oh. I didn't feel like anything. Is it hard for you to okay. get up normally? I just I just get up. You just get up? So you just hear the alarm and you get up? Dude, I, I, wait, I, get, I hear the alarm and I just get up. Yeah, I get going. But it's not it's, negative, right? It's, it's just, I mean, it's just like, it, it's, it's neutral. It's like, it's uh, fine. I just wake up and I'm like, usually I'm like, eh, that's whatever. Huh. That's, that's a really cool <laughs> habit that you have because I think a lot of people struggle with waking up from the first alarm and then just getting up. I've always had a lot of people. alarm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, a lot of people. That's true. If you, if you, uh, here's another hypothetical. Uh, have you guys ever seen Twilight? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. In Twilight... The vampires don't sleep ever, and they never lose energy. Would that be better for you, since, like, you don't feel it being... Yeah, dude, if I... No, that would be so goaded. If I didn't have her have to sleep... <laughs> no, you get full 24 hours of you could do anything. You imagine how much else you could be doing. Yeah. No, but, like, forever, too. Like, you'll never have to. Dude, that's... You have... You're in... That's so good. That's so good. Like, if... You, I know you like... Brad, you like to play the piano. You're, like, you have to learn how to play the piano. Imagine you just you could do that. Like you have your full twelve hour day, and then you have an extra twelve hours just to do whatever you want. You could go play piano. You could learn piano in a week, bro, if you wanted. You could, yeah. That's true, but I think I would get bored of all of that time to just do whatever. Like even now when I do when I do piano, I I can't do it for like two hours. Every well, you wouldn't day. just do piano. You would even if I had the time, I, I don't think I would do it. I wouldn't. I I don't think I would. You you could do anything. So you'd have to maintain the energy, so that would be interesting. But you would still get bored of things, I think. Well, like, you think yeah, it's too but, much time? Yeah, like, I remember I, I, had, I had a week off in the summer of, like, no, um, none of the camps I was working. You could work more, dude. You could take a night shift. You could make, like, dude, there's so many possibilities. Actually, yeah. With a 24-hour schedule, like, you yeah. could take so many classes, you could do anything. Like, yeah. You just doubled your lifespan right there. Basically. Okay, not doubled, but it'd be pretty close. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? You, like, hypothetically have an, a full okay, extra yeah, you're light. Right, you're right, you're right, you're right. It mm-hmm. would be doubled. <laughs> that's wild. Like, that's the crazy thing, you know? But, I don't you know, because need... I've asked other people that question, and they say they like sleep, though. They, they It's Luke satisfying. can't, on, like, me and him are polar opposites when it comes to sleep. I was talking about this with my parents last night. Like, he needs an abnormal amount of sleep, and I don't. I can, like, function off, like, five or six hours, like, consistently. He can't. Like, he can, like, barely function on, like, eight. Like, he needs his beauty sleep. sleep. Mm. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Well, I'll go a step further in talking about, like, talking and, like, with speech and stuff. Because... I think a lot of people use um, social media and text and calling differently. And no one's ever going to use it the exact same way. It's never going to be, like, perfect for anyone. But um, there's there's some people I know that will only, only call if they, like, want to talk about something or ask something. And 
I, I almost would like find it annoying because I'd be like, okay, well, I have to drop everything to go answer this call because I don't know what it's going to be. Um, and then they're like, hey, what, what's the plan for this for next week? I'm like, for next week? Like, you don't need to know <laughs> this now. But then I started doing it because it, it, it does get people to answer it's the efficient. phone. So I'm like, I mean, if that's, if that's, if it's something that I actually need, then that's, it's going to be worth it. Or if I just want to talk to someone, but, um, like some, some people will not reply to text at all, <laughs> but they'll always answer if you yeah, call. That is Luke, actually. <laughs> he doesn't respond. But, but they'll always answer if they call. It's like, okay, so you're either like, I don't know. It, it's weird. That's, that's always been a weird thing. <laughs> you said that's Luke. That's funny. Um, then there's like Instagram DM where people will I'm not responding to that. Like, like, like so people will reach mad. out on that and like that makes sense if they don't have your number, but like they'll they'll consistently contact you through that and it's like you might as well just have like my number at that point. Um yeah, when they try to Snapchat yeah. FaceTime you, just give me just give them your number, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And yeah, like do people use Snapchat the Snapchat FaceTime thing? I have. I've had people use that before. Like, I know people have tried Android it before. Users. Android <laughs> users, usually? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, like, don't even get me started on Snapchat, bro. Like, I can't believe... I actually can't believe people still use it. Like, I'm surprised it's not, like, MySpace at this point, to where it's just, like, non-existent. Because, like, if you're if you're over 17 or 18 years old and still doing, like, streaks or, like, snapping people daily, and it's not, like, someone you're really close with or your girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever... Um, I'm kind of concerned, like, like, Why? I mean, I feel like, like, I remember in, in junior high and high school, like, that was really fun, but I, I would have, um, I'd have, like, 50 streaks, this didn't last very long, but I'd have 50 streaks with people, and 45 of them I've never talked to before, I just knew of their name, like, in school, and I'd just be like, oh, I'm just gonna have a streak with this person, and I'm like, wait, like, I had a couple of those, not gonna lie. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm sure a lot of us, like, had it, but... I, I just, I don't really understand the app. I know the memories feature where it'll show things that you were doing from a year ago. That That's kind of cool. But even now, like after having it for so many years, um, I don't, I don't really need to be reminded of every single thing that I've done, like in my life, because I've already, like I've experienced that. But I don't want to be like a hypocrite in that sense in saying like, oh, well then why do you have cameras or why do you have pictures in your camera on videos because like you want them so you can look back at them but it's just constantly seeing that I'm just I'm kind of over that too but I was always like a memory feature addict for that I always used it you know what I think a big factor is not gonna lie for people our age to still use snapchat yeah yeah tell me your opinion on, on snapchat so I I think that for me I didn't have it till eighth grade and then I got it just because a bunch of people told me I should and that was it like I didn't really have any like reason of it and my snap score is like 20k yeah i don't it's so low you know what I yeah mean? i still have it because other people use yeah. it yeah like i have to have it for other people that's that's the thing because i thought about getting rid of it but then it's like what if this person reaches out to me and that's all they have you know what i mean yes yes that kind of you know what i mean but but i think it's good for group chats it's much better than i messages for group chats you why do you think so um it's it's little things like seeing the bubble seeing who's like reddit i don't know just like little things like that it's easier to add people sometimes that is helpful you um, can see who's on it yeah i just the, the platform i'm used to it after so long you know what's even better probably have you ever because my team we don't even use snapchat there's 58 people on my team so we use group me mm. for that 
Yeah, I use that too. You, you use GroupMe too? Yeah, GroupMe or Slack. Yeah, Slack too. GroupMe I like because you can make polls. Mm-hmm. So if iMessages, they could knock all these people out of the park. If, if iMessage, or all these companies out of the park, if they just upgraded there. Mm-hmm. But then it's not profitable because they probably like the fact that... It's SpaceX. Yeah, well, and it's like, like, it's good for business to not have iMessages be... Yeah. everything we use like now we have people are buying iPhones so that they have Snapchat you know group me it like helps people that own Snapchat and the people that own the iPhone you know what I mean that's crazy you guys like are super against Snapchat because I've always had it and I just don't think anything of it like I just I like that's text people I mean mm-hmm. if I like how I kind of picture it is like if I want someone's attention like really badly I'm going to call them if I just want someone's attention, like, them to answer me, I'm going to text them on iMessage. But if I just want to, like, send someone, like, a meme or something, like, so I don't really need, like, like a quick response, Snapchat. Mm-hmm. And I think for a lot of people, Snapchat is connection. It's seeing someone's face, all, like, throughout your day. So it makes you feel like you're connected to people. You can and still do that through text message who is sending the snap uh, <laughs> selfies through iMessage Brad that's, no one that's what I'm saying like if they upgraded it it would be a lot better but that's what Snapchat but, is it's you're literally yeah. sending people pictures of where you are what you're doing so it makes you feel like you are connected to people in their life and it's just there that message you can leave that messenger for four hours you can snap someone and they will they will absolutely message you back it's just how it is you don't like the conversation doesn't technically end the like your connection with someone doesn't end it continues to go and go and go and go Mm. so you always feel connected to someone but when you're like texting someone to have a connection you always have to be talking you always have to be like you can't just send random pictures that's what snapchat is it's having a connection with someone consistently okay i like that i like that that's true all right, all right, that changes my view a little bit. That changes my view a little bit. I, I think I just want, just for, like, simplicity, I think I just want it to be on one thing, just because it's easier, just because I like organizing and keeping things simple. But that makes sense. Yeah, because, I mean, there's people I'm, like, this girl named Cheyenne, like, I really, I'm friends with her for, like, years. Have I, well, the last time I had a conversation with her was, like, like, two months ago. I've been snapping her every day for, like, a year probably. So it feels like we've had a connection. So we're friends, so it still feels like I didn't abandon her. I just, like, it doesn't feel like, oh, I haven't texted her in, like, a forever. It's like, no, I, like, I just, I've been snapping her recently. Mm-hmm. But have you said a word? No. But it's like there's still a connection there. Yeah, it, it is a def- definitely a different It's a little feel. more intentionality. You feel like, you don't have to feel guilty, I guess. And I've just always grown up with it. Like, I don't know. Cool. It's not like I'm gonna like snap my boss. Like that's weird. Yeah. Like, it's like not. Yeah. It's very not professional. One and then stories too. You get a look into someone's life. Like someone will people will post things and it will make you feel connected into their life. So. And I like that for Instagram. Mm-hmm. But Instagram. I, I've said this before. I don't need to know what everyone is doing every hour of the day and that's what social media is though like <laughs> no yeah, one needs instagram to know that. Is not like that i mean stories it is on instagram mm-hmm. but like we know that people post instagram more of their like achievements cool things are doing highlight reels things that they care about but like you know like you would see like <laughs> I'm trying to think of something that i would see like there'd be someone 
posting a picture of like something outside like, and how it would say how are you in the Bahamas like, bro like where'd you get this money like that's what, my, that's what I'm thinking like how many Bahamas trips are you making this year like how <laughs> yeah, are you in Rome true. Spain Greece like where are you getting this money that's one yeah but like I would see people and they like post something outside and be like 8.59 a.m. and then be like the temperature like 72 it's like like what like what are you doing like like are you just doing it so other people see that you're there or are you just bored to put that like, and, like, I, I used to do these things, but I'm just saying... So why like, did you used to do it? I think I used to do it because other people did it. And I wanted other people to see, like, oh, I'm doing this right now. But I don't I don't think every day, like, is... I think that's just it, though. It's, what is it? It's the wanting the validation of what everyone else is doing. Well, like, that's, but it, but that's we don't need that do. through social media. Some people do. I think I think some people do, and they realize they don't they don't need it. Some people think they do. I think that's a hypothetical. We're diving into a hypotheticals of what other people like believe and think could do. So okay, let's hear it's, it's 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 scary. I, well, I also think I, don't, I think this is a factor. Um, I think that, and for me, this is actually an interesting conversation because uh, I don't use Facebook. I use Snapchat very rarely. Like I, I snapped you the other day. Actually, I sent you a comic book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah. little things. So but like, why didn't you text I that to? Because I wanted, to, I wanted to picture. send him a picture of the comic book. But, you, mm-hmm. So it's just like... You can do that. Uh, I don't know. It's, Dude, I guess but it that's what here. Snapchat is. It's sending pictures. Yeah. Of, like texting with pictures. Yeah. But what I was saying about Instagram, for me, I don't even really... Like the amount of likes I click that are actual people that I'm like close to, that's so low. Most of my Instagram is filled with memes. That's a question I have for you guys. Sports things. Do it's, you guys it's like even, posts on TikTok and Instagram? I do if it's someone I know or if it's like funny like but for me it's not it's not like like honestly how like I I can't even remember the last person's post for me my entire feed is just memes like and people I don't (laughs) I don't people I don't don't have people I don't have a connection to it's just I don't want to get like fed in the algorithm of that like that's so on TikTok I will literally scroll for like I'll scroll through my feed and not like a single post ever I have not done that in a year. Like, I just don't like... like I mean, you like on, stuff? Yeah. But on Instagram, like, I'll, uh... I'll like... It's like, you guys posted. I would like that. But I don't like random people's stuff. Even if it was, like, a close friend, and, I, and I'm like, I don't like this post. I won't like it. Yeah, yeah. Well, me too. Like, if I think it's but, cringy, especially, then I won't. So... Cringy yeah. stuff. I don't <laughs> like, if, the, if their caption is something that's, like, makes me cringe, like... They're trying. Like, you don't get the yeah. like. Yeah, that's true. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I don't you, like you it. You can't earn yeah. my like. <laughs> you have not earned it. But um. Yeah, I like my my family stuff, and if I see like a close friend, I'll, I'll maybe do it. But like, I'm not on Instagram for that reason. Like, I I just kind of have it, and like, if people do want to know what I'm doing, like, yeah, like I'll I'll post stuff on there. Like, I'm gonna post stuff, but I'm not I'm not gonna be scrolling through. I I just I, I really fun. don't want to do that anymore for a lot of different reasons but i also think another factor in this um is because not only like why people post i think part of it's your presentation did you know that instagram believe it or not it has a lot of uses but it's also the number one dating app did you know that huh. no number one like it's bigger than tinder bigger than what yeah, it's the number one. Like, that's... A lot of people meet that way, so... I guess that makes sense, because you, you, you can actually... Like, have you ever wondered what your presentation is? Like, if someone were to look at this, would you what would they think of your... 
profile. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But I de- you definitely curate your profile to see, like, if someone, or I have, like, if someone, random person clicked on my profile, what would they see of me? Oh, is this a most recent picture? Like, yeah, okay, I, I posted a recent-ish picture of me. That's what I would look like, so... Mm-hmm. So I think that's actually a factor. Like, yeah. Like not even gonna lie. Like for me, my I haven't posted since high school. My picture is me like junior year. Like it's so outdated that it's like if someone looked at that, it'd be like, this guy's not really active. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or he's in. Uh, it just you know what I mean. But well, it's interesting you bring up that about like versus the dating apps and Instagram because I think it's part of like the backwards law. Have you heard of that? No. It's where, like, the harder you, you try to do something, the harder it is to actually obtain that. So, if, like, if your goal in life is to, like, just be really happy, like, that's all you're going to do. You're going to do everything you can to be happy. You're probably not going to be as happy. Um, maybe that's a bad analogy, but I'm trying to give an example of, like, what mm-hmm. it would be. So, for someone who's not really trying that hard to be happy and they're just kind of, like, living their life, they might be more happier than the person who's just trying to be happy, you know? So, I think that's kind of with Instagram where, like, we know Instagram is not for dating specifically, but it ends up being that because it's less of a, it's a presentation, like you said, but like Tinder and the other dating apps, those are like for dating. Yeah. Like trying to find, You're going trying to there, find that. That's why you get Tinder. Yeah. And then Instagram's like, oh, well, that's not what this person's entirely trying to do. It makes it a little more appealing, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's just an assumption I, I'm making. Right. Even, even in jobs, like marketing, like, like the people I work with in my company, the way that they get people to work for them is they have like thousands and thousands of followers and they massively market their company, come work for me. Like their presentation's very important. You know, they have to like look mm-hmm. like they're professionals. So I think that's a factor, just how you want to present yourself, whether that's for dating, for, for you know, trying to get people to work for you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All kinds of things. Yeah, I see that. I forget what your original question was. I don't know how we got here. Snapchat. Yeah, it was talking about how, like, I'm just surprised people, like, still use it. And, like, like I said, I I have it. But, um, like, I'm surprised that it's still for people who are older. You know, like, people my age and in college and stuff. It's just one of those things I thought was going to die out a little more. Um. It was just something that I thought of, but it's not really a, a big deal. But for for text, just one other thing about communication. Um, people use text so differently. And some people, like, it's different if it's family or really close friends, but there's some people that are texting, like, all the time to me. Do you guys feel like that? There's people who are just, like, 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 they're, like they're your friends, but it's, like, constant, like, like this and this and this and it's like I don't know maybe I don't know sometimes sometimes I just uh, it, it's just too much for me like I just I can't always be having like arbitrary small talk or conversations on my phone that like like I said it's different if it's family or it's someone you're really close with but I don't think I can just always be going back and forth every single day or every couple days or whatever um, not because I'm this huge like important person and I'm just like like not even because I'm like super busy but it's just I just don't want to be on my phone all the time that kind of goes back to like not not wanting to do snapchat and stuff and always scrolling or not having tiktok but do how do you guys feel about that just texting like do do you guys 
I don't know, just what do you guys think about it? In general? Yeah, like, do you... Yeah, like, do you do you have conversations with people, um, like, a lot with texting? I mean, probably, every day. Like, are you ever on it for, like, half an hour going back and forth with somebody texting? No, no, I mean, for, like, work, I text people, and yeah. I have to get information from them, and, like, I'll text my mom, like, oh, what are we doing for dinner? She'll be like... Yeah. I don't know, like, stuff like that, but yeah. I don't really sit there any... I mean, maybe in high school I did. Maybe in the... I was, like dating someone if I was trying to get to know someone that's the exception so then yeah no I mean I'm not ever like sitting on my phone like super long conversations yeah right I would say yeah for me it's usually people that I can't talk to and like like if it's someone that's like I don't see because they live far away then yeah that's it though or or, you know and I never know how to like sometimes it works to have a long conversation Sometimes it doesn't. I was just... So someone I hadn't thought about in a long time, I was listening to a song, I thought about them, I sent it to them, I was like, hey, I listened to a song, I thought about you, and it had all the ingredients to have a really good conversation, <laughs> and I had no idea what to do. And I just, like, after, like, five, five I don't know, ten, te- like, messages back and forth, it was done. When it could have been, like, much longer conversation, which I would rather, like, if I'm going to talk to someone, I'd rather just talk to them. Get them on the phone. Or call them. Or call them. Yeah. Like, that's what I would rather... I can sit on the phone and call someone for, like, hours. Can't text someone for hours. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. And I don't know, when it comes to, like, trying to get to know someone, like you said before, with dating, I think that's probably the most common thing, like, if you're trying that. But I've actually decided not to do that, like, because I've done it before, and it's actually kind of... Have you ever been in, in a situation where you're underwhelmed by a person that you thought was really cool over text and then you meet them and you're like man that's like that's a that's, that's what a big i thing. thought that they were was like <laughs> i'm like oh you, you presented yourself great like <laughs> no that's, i, I imagine you, right you don't they didn't meet my my like expectation what i imagine what, what i imagine mm-hmm. my imagination was greater than you didn't sound like what like, i imagined you to sound like, <laughs> like no i think people are a lot are like and they meet someone over text, and that's how they talk to each other. That's how they meet each yeah. other. And then I tried to get away from that. By the time they get to, like in person, it's like, what do you talk about? You know what I mean? Like you've already talked, to, you've already introduced yourselves, but you haven't actually ever talked in person. Yeah. So I think it's a weird like thing yeah. we're going into as like I think we're getting should, more and more online. It should just be a supplement towards being in person. Yeah, if I was like, that's all it should. here's I what I would do: if I was going to go know. on a date with someone I met online. Or, like, I just, I got their phone number or something. I would literally send them, like, oh, I, how old are you? Like, this is my name. This is where we're going to go on a date. Meet me there. Or, like, something like, it's short, brief. I'm yeah, not getting I mean, to know yeah, them. It's just I'm just, supplement. like, yeah, exactly. just kickstarting. Right, right. And it's worked. Yeah. So that's all you need, yeah. Yeah, and there, there's friends that I want to keep in touch with, but it's so much better to just do a phone call. Like, <laughs> To, to, to try to stay in touch, like, every, like, however many days or whatever, it's, like, like, I, I care about you, but it's going to be so much better than just sending a text, like, about this and that, just, like, to call, but, I don't know, I think a lot of people have different perspectives on that, but it's just one of those things where, like, not everyone's going to have the same exact opinion on it, so it's kind of cool hearing yours. Um, I want to get into a deeper, deeper topic. 
Okay. Well, that, not deeper. It's just uh, it's just one that. It's more thought provoking than yeah. dating, Snapchat, yeah. and all the rest of the things we talked about. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't believe we talked about all that for so long, but I, I'm glad we did. But just another another one that I hope to kind of like disagree on because it's gonna be nice to hear other people. <laughs> I uh, hope to argue with you. Guys. <laughs> I want to disagree. Um, so being like we're all Christians, do you think Christians are too nice? But before I even say anything, I'm so I don't want to hear what, what what do you think about that? Do you think they're too nice? Do you have an opinion here? Too I nice? don't think that's the right question. Okay, okay, then I'll say my thing and then we'll we'll go over. So, what can I say mine first? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I think too nice. Um, I think honestly, dude, there's a lot of Christianity. There's I, especially at North Central. Logan Logan knows. There's a lot of people that don't think Christians are nice enough. To be honest wouldn't you say so to say they're too nice like i don't know i almost don't know what you mean you know? okay yeah i will say it, it is a it is a bad question so it's it's partially like a trick but i just, I just wanted to hear that <laughs> um because we, we know that like loving one another and caring for everyone without partiality is something that all christians are shooting for like that's that's what that's what that's how jesus would treat others that's how we did treat others um and, but I think we've all felt it at, at church or just talking with someone who's a Christian to where you have, like, a conversation with someone and it just doesn't really feel, like, authentic. You're just kind of talking with them because it either, you just kind of feel like you have to. Um, and it, it's not that they're they're being fake because being fake is, like, turning around and then talking about, talking bad about them behind their back. It's, like, it's just it doesn't really feel like genuine it feels like you're just greeting this person at church or you're talking with this person and it feels just kind of like like a mask or a facade um and 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 we don't want to like be rude so there's times where you just don't want to um like I think Logan you brought up earlier like there's times you just don't want to talk to people and like like you but you you don't want to be rude so you're still going to talk with them so um I think the the difference between being nice and kind is being nice is um like like you you can be nice all day, but to be kind is to really care about them and it's real. Um, before you like kind of like maybe rephrase this question or say whatever you were gonna say, do you think what yeah just what do you what's your opinion on that, Logan? On what? On just anything that I've said. Like do you do you agree with that or do you have you experienced that with people? Yeah, I think that Christians? question is just like. It's not. It's not the question you should be asking. Like, are Christians too nice? It's too broad. It's way like Christians in general are humans, right? Yeah. So you can't put any Christian in a box. You'd have to talk about someone specifically. You'd have to say this person is being too nice because of this. Mm-hmm. You can't. You can't generalize Christian because you could say that about anyone. As as I was thinking about this yeah. conversation, you could be like. Well, are like Muslims too nice? Are Jewish people too nice? You could talk about but any I'm religion. But I'm saying the say stereotype. The stereotype of it, though. Exactly. There's a stereotype ev- anywhere. Like I there's so like you can't really broad like take a, the broad grasp of Christianity and ask if they're all too nice. I don't okay, but so. based based on what I said about like when you're at church and you've had conversations with people and it doesn't feel as authentic, do you do you feel that? I think that's a, I think that's real. I think that's a better question. Like. Are people 
Like, why aren't people being authentic? And then I don't even know if that would be for Christians. Yeah, it's definitely for all people, but... Like, so, like, give me a scenario. Like, I go to church, I meet somebody, like, they seem cool, but then And they, you greet them and you say, how are you? And then they you say a couple more words and then... And that's it? Yeah. And, like, they don't want to talk to me outside of church? Is that Yeah, you, just, you don't ever talk to them in any other situation. You're just kind of just kind of there. Like, it's more of, like, being kind because you're there and you're in the environment, not because you really want to know the person. Like, having church friends that are separate from, like, kind of, like... Just, like, just, it, can, just it can be adults, people. too. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, like, that's a good way to say it. Like, it's, it just, it feels more shallow. And we know we can't be invested in every single person, but, um, I don't know. Interesting. Well, what do you think? Well, I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of people that are Christians that I know that are friends that, um, I, I've known for, like, a really long time, and... I just it's hard for me to like approach them and talk to them because they they make it hard for me to to do that and it it, it stays in this the shallow kind of surface level conversations and yeah there, there's I don't a know. real trap of Christianity that people can fall into of the hype culture and the like unauthentic like are you really doing this for Jesus or are you doing this for you are you doing this for your image or are you just get, trying to do the hype stuff that's kind of what I'm saying and that is I think hype is the enemy of authenticity it's so easily like come across too you see it I, I see it in a lot of people in the way they talk and I get really frustrated with people like that I'm like, the whole, uh, one of the main points of Christianity is loving others and, like, being, like, acting how Jesus did. So why are you on a stage with fog machines and talking with all the churchianity words, like, all of the Christian words? Like, why why are you like this? Like, and it might just be how someone connects with God and it's different from how I see it, so. Um. Mm, okay, yeah, yeah. Nate? Um, honestly, I haven't really dealt with it too much. Like, I genuinely don't really deal with, uh, like, people being like that, honestly, if I'm being honest, you know? Like, most of the people I talk to at church, like, I'm cool with them everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever they, like, don't seem authentic, you know, like, they're... Like, honestly, I, I haven't met... A lot of Christians um, in my environment are, like, legitimately feel like they're pretty strong in faith. Um, I don't know. You know what yeah, I mean? I think it could come down, so, like, to... A lot of people say, like, churchianity, which is... Yeah, what do you mean by that? Instead of Christianity, they kind of go more into the church so of the numbers of the money of the production of mm. the stage yeah. and then that comes away from Jesus and I think yeah. Jesus gives authenticity I think churchianity and people give hype and fakeness and unauth- like what's the word for like being unauthentic, unauthentic ingenuine. So, ingenuine so I think that's where a lot of people can have that disconnect is they don't realize that they are aren't the things they are doing aren't stemming from Jesus at this point like yeah. you got to look at the fruits of the spirit 
love, pa peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, uh, kindness, control, like self-control, are those things that you are doing in church, are they coming from that? Are they coming from the fruits of the Spirit from Jesus through what he did? Or is it coming from you, people, mm -hmm. humans? Yeah, no, I can see that. And, um, I mean, I guess there are a lot of Christians that don't act as such, you know? Like, they, they say they believe in Jesus, they do all this, but then it doesn't reflect in their actions. They'll go out and, like... And that's, I think, one of the biggest failures of every single Christian, like, not doing a good enough job of reflecting what God wants us to be. Mm -hmm. And that's really the whole point of why Jesus had to die for us, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Like, we're, we are, like, that's the whole thing. That's the whole failure of Christians, you know? Like, mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you have to be Christian. Jesus and God has to be the center of your life, so everything revolves around it. So when someone says they're a Christian, but you can obviously see that something else has taken hold of their life, another idol, then you're like, dude. Yeah, like money on. or being, politics, being politics, anything, even the church, even like, like God has sent you, like one of the great commission of Jesus, like he said, go out and make other people like Christians. So why are you only hanging out with Christians and, like, your group is only this? But you, like, keep talking about all these cool things you're doing. I'm like, are you actually, like, helping? Are you actually doing something? Or are you just, like, mm -hmm. saying it? Yeah. No, that is true. So I don't know if that helps answer your question. But. Yeah, and, like, like, I bring this up not because there's, like, an answer or even, like, a better question to ask, but... It was just something that I knew there'd be a lot to, to talk about for. And I think that's a good thing that you brought up. Like, um, people staying in just, like, the Christian world or just in their church. Like, it's just like what you said about, like, the Great Commission. Like, like you do have to be around unbelievers, like, to you, share it. You look at Jesus' life. <laughs> yeah. Was, he was always around, you know, tax collectors, prostitutes, all of the other people you know yeah. so and i think when when people do go and, and talk to like unbelievers or anything like that um i think some are some are trying too hard not to offend the other person mm -hmm. and um it's like like i like and i'll see it sometimes or i'll or i'll i'll have experienced it and i'm like why am i why am i trying so hard not to offend this person like like kind of just going back to where you, what you're saying about like Jesus like you, you can always think about like what would Jesus do like that's a classic thing people think about but like he wouldn't just agree with what everyone what this what this person is saying and just agreeing with every single thing it's like telling like like the truth and kind of standing firm in your own in, in your own beliefs but like you, you've been around people that just agree with everything right and it's like like well, what's even the point of me like talking um like I want to kind of like what I've already said on this podcast, like, I want you to disagree. Like, I want you to say something that, like, I might have missed or something that I didn't notice. And that's a part of, um, I believe that's a part of, of humility and being open-minded to understand what other people are thinking. So if you're disagreeing with, with all of them or with, with what someone is saying, no matter what their beliefs are, no matter who they are, it's like, you're not really helping that person because going back to what, what Nate said about needing someone to kind of give you that kick to tell you, 
uh, that you have to might have to do something. Like people are gonna appreciate a lot more if you're just honest with them, in and in, like being politely honest, than if you're just gonna just be like, yeah, you're good doing that, you're good doing that. And you can go even more about uh, for Christianity about like like rebuking people. Like that's one of the hardest things you can do, but it's also the most loving thing you can do from a Christian standpoint. And but yeah, I just know how frustrating that is to be in a conversation with. It's just it's just like it's just yeah, I agree, I agree, or. Um, well, oh, that's so cool! Like, like I want to do that too. It's like, okay, well, well, like, do you actually want to do that too, or are you just saying that? So, like, I want people to be more open and honest. And I know how hard that is with strangers, or even like people that you know, or even your family. But um, like, I know you, you can respect what people are saying, but you, you have to be, you have to be real, because then there's there's no growth. And I think that is something that I've learned in uh, growing older as a as a person for communication. Like, you don't just always want to agree. Um, or just be on their side for everything. Well, okay, maybe, I don't know how I feel about that, like being on their side, but what I'm saying is like, um, just kind of being more open to accepting what? Just having your own beliefs. And... Basically, like like I will not affirm the lie. Like I will not, mm-hmm. like I will not, I'm not gonna support if you're doing this and that. Like yeah, I'm gonna slightly tell you that. At some point there is right and wrong in beliefs. When things are like, like murder is wrong, racism is wrong. Like that, th- those are like those black and white kind of things, in my opinion, and that is my belief. Um, but there's other things where I could be like, well, man, I didn't like this in this movie, and someone's like, that was my favorite part, and you're like, okay, that's cool, or like, oh, I love, I love sushi. That's my favorite food. You could be like, I hate sushi, and you're just like, oh yeah, cool. Like you, let's talk about it. You know, you don't have to like try to change someone's belief on that because that's like mm-hmm. whatever so mm-hmm. yeah I think uh, it's all about your who you're dealing with too because and and who they've dealt with like if your mission is to make people more Christian like spread it and everything I think that you gotta be tactical you know what I mean like some people they might benefit to hearing that like no I think what you're doing is wrong like for me that's what I I personally I agree I like it when people tell me that like no, Nate, what you're doing, it, like, I need to hear that. I like it. Other people, though, I think will, will, I mean, especially, like, with certain non-Christians that have already dealt with Christians that weren't positive for them, like, if you do it too quick, I think that they'll take you as judgmental. They'll, they'll look at you as, like, you think you're on a pedestal, like, that's judging true. me. So it's, like, part partly, I think it's it's not always, like, being too nice. It's always, like... I'm just trying to make sure that that I'm actually being effective here with them. You know what I mean? You want to like one of the best ways to do that is we talked about it earlier is listening. Listening definitely. to other people right. and, and like not trying to change their perspective, like being interested in someone, not mm-hmm. interesting, just listening to their beliefs and their point of views. It's just like right. It's the way to go. Mhm. Yeah, definitely. And, and yeah that's the best thing you can do like live by example as well cause like you know God lets people do what they want Jesus lets people do what they want like now there's a difference in being a Christian and living like a Christian right living like Christ and just kind of trying to you know right right mm-hmm. it's not easy yeah. definitely yeah it's yeah it's it's hard to to label all those things and what it takes to like <laughs> be a Christian or act like a Christian but obviously we know what the, the core reason is and it's if you believe like what Jesus did on the cross and um, believing the gospel 
but um, there is another element of that which is acting so um, but yeah like the reason why I brought that up is because that was something that I, I kind of noticed to where there'd be some conversations I would have with some of my, my friends and I'd be like man I feel like I don't really like know this person very well but like I should and you know when I when I talk with them like it's always like super positive and stuff but then it's like I don't really like know them and it feels like like it's obviously like part of me too but I feel like it's not really um authentic or growing and it's just kind of like I feel like I would I feel like I and they would care more to grow in a relationship like that especially with another Christian so I don't know there's there's something that I just kind of noticed over time I guess would you are you okay with it not growing though like some people you're probably not meant to be like best friends with you know yeah and that's something that you I have to accept and remember that you're not going to be close with everyone not everyone is is gonna like you like I, I've never been like a like a, a people pleaser but I think you can always get into that um mindset I guess sometimes and think that like oh well I'm gonna appeal to everyone like it's not really that deep it shouldn't really be about that but it's still like well I still want to know this person like I don't have yeah. to be best friends I don't hang out with them but I still want right. to know them a, a little bit better and sometimes it feels like um, they're just trying to have a conversation end and go do something else. And, um, like, I'll say again, like, that's, I've been in that situation. I think everyone has, but, uh, right. It's, it's just sometimes I see it, like, more often. Interesting. But, yeah. Yeah, for me, I, I don't always see it as bad. Like, the way I see it, to be somebody's best friend, like, it takes a lot of time. I have to do a lot with them for me to consider them on that level. There has to be a lot of, like, experiences shared, a lot of oxytocin released on a neuroscience level, <laughs> yeah. a lot of time spent with them, and there's simply not enough time in a day, not enough, like, oxytocin in my body, like, just, we're <laughs> all just so not. limited, like, yeah. you can't really be everyone's best friend even if you want to, so, like, being cool with people, being on a good note with people, you know, yeah, that's, that's cool. What I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's that's how it's gonna be with most people anyway. Mm-hmm. But yeah, or we can we can wrap up a bit. Um, we can just kind of a quick summary of everything. So, don't even know what the title will be, but uh, so we talked about being more aware of yourself. I felt like a long time ago. Um, to try something new and not being on autopilot all the time so making time to learn something new or do something new or different um and exploring new things and just learning more about yourself like always like i don't care if you're like 50 or 60 like learn something new um and then examining how you talk in social settings like are you like are you the one always trying to throw in a funny comment trying to be like adding things all the time or are you listening and uh what logan said about um be be in wait be, be interested and not interesting okay like be see inter- i don't even remember like be interested in someone else uh, rather than be being interesting. interesting yeah okay um so kind of like examining that there's a lot of different ways you can kind of see how you how you talk um and then 
Um, I have a bullet point here. Christians being nice is a good thing, but are you authentic? So are you really, like, caring for people, I guess? I don't know. Um, I think just that question is discernment. Yeah. Like, are you being nice or authentic? You have to find... You have to be able to discern whether you're being real or fake. Is it authentic? Is it not? Okay, yeah. So just kind of examining yourself. that's That's a tool your tool belt you have to work and grow on and figure out in other people and yourself and everything yeah that probably won't be an overnight thing no um and then being politely honest and real is more appreciated than protecting someone else's opinion of you especially in your own beliefs so that's kind of yeah and we talked about the best way to go to sleep at night (laughs) (laughs) so for logan it's keeping his feet out of the covers with a fan and wage blanket with, with a and a squishmallow face and a phone bed. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Alright, cool. Is there anything else you wanted to add, either of you? This is the longest one I've ever done. Longest right. podcast. Okay. I wonder how many people will make it through. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Alright, cool. So it's been the right track with Brad, Nate, and Logan. Um, and yeah, that's it. So... Yeah, glad we can have some like real conversations about this and that we didn't agree on everything because it's because i always think about that with friendships like like if i have a friend that's always agreeing like is it like are they are they helping like not that everything's about like gaining for other people but are they are they really helping me as a person or are they just kind of letting everything fly by so that's that's something i always try to think about with people i hang around with but yeah all right cool it's been the right track and yeah peace